Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hey now. What's up? How are you, everybody? Welcome to this episode of After 9. A happy Cyber Monday to you. Mm-hmm. This one's absolutely free online today. For, oh, it's, oh, it's always free. Okay. Yeah. Should it be, though? I feel like we're giving away a lot here. No, no, I'm kidding. We're I'm not going to do that to you yet. It'll- <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep you hanging on a little bit longer, and then we'll see. <laughs> Wait till they're really addicted. Don't you freaking hate that, though, when it comes to any like social media platforms? One good example of that, where uh, or anything that comes out that's new, and you're like, this is a great platform. I love it. And then all of a sudden, ads start popping up more and more. Things start popping up. And the next thing you know, you can continue subscribing for like a couple dollars a month. Bastards. We're not going to do that to you. How uh, How is that new Netflix working out with the ads? Have you talked to anybody who's tried it yet? I have not. I don't know anyone, at least uh, anyone who's told me, that has switched to that. I think they're going to ease people into it. Like, I don't think you're going to get bombarded with five minutes, an hour of commercials right away. It'll be like one or two commercials here and there. And then slowly they'll weasel their way up further and further and further. And and the advertisers themselves need to know that this is going to be worth it for them, right? So it always takes, sometimes it takes a while. You know how uh, when someone gets into something and they decide to purchase it right away and then you kind of wait on it? Like, I'm going to see how you like it first. That same thing might go for advertisers. Let's see how you do with this ad-based tier Netflix before I jump on board and give you, you know, uh, $5 million um, to advertise my company, right? It's a tricky ad buy. I mean, I don't it know is. if for anybody who doesn't work in marketing, those who do work in marketing are really, really good at their job. One of the things they have to determine is where the biggest audience is. And if you're thinking, yeah, Netflix, I'm going to advertise on Netflix because everybody watches Netflix. Well, not everybody's on that tier where they see the ads. So you kind of got to ask yourself, who are you really targeting when you advertise on Netflix? That's the thing. And I'm not sure if they have a demo breakdown. I assume they do based on your profile, but that doesn't mean you know everything about everyone in that house and what they're watching, right? Right. I mean, I would show up as a 45-year-old guy, but I almost never watch it. They're actually showing ads to my teenage, or sorry, young adult children. Yeah, I don't know how that's targeted. Because then you got YouTube, for example, which basically finds your algorithm and then it goes from there, right? So like, obviously you're probably going to enjoy this product because you watch this on YouTube a lot or Uh, whatever it is. Is that how they do that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all algorithm. They're all based on your, um, not just your personal info, but what you've previously watched. And I can tell you because a lot of kids shit pops up on mine. I'm not the one watching it, but they are. (laughs) If you happen to be Cyber Monday shopping, I'll just do this quick. They say uh, five tips here. This is from Money Crashers to do Cyber Monday right. Shop early. If there's something specific you want, don't wait Mm -hmm. till tonight. You got to get it early. Set a firm budget. They say don't get tempted and spend more than you plan to. Just buy the stuff that you definitely want. There will be more deals out there next month. So don't feel like you've got to buy all your stuff today. Yeah, sure. Spread it out a little bit. 
Compare prices. Make sure you're really getting a good deal. Now, they use the example of Camel, Camel, Camel. That lets you compare prices and see what things cost oh, in the past. I've never heard of that. Camel, Camel, Camel is neat. It's, uh, hmm. yeah, historic pricing, how much it's gone up. It's sort of really? like the website of inflation. But you could also check Flip if you want to know what the prices are right like now. now. Sure. Also, like Google, it's very Googleable as well. You can compare prices easily there. Avoid shopping delays with in store pickup. They say most stuff should ship in time for the holidays, but it's safer to buy online and pick up at the store. That way, you know you'll get them and you don't have to worry about porch pirates. I've actually considered putting one of those bins on my front porch where you just give the the UPS guy or whomever the code, he drops it in, and then it can't be opened again oh. once the code's been used. You know what I'm doing is because I did do a lot of online shopping. I, I'm not as worried about porch pirates where I am, at least not yet. Nothing nothing bad has happened as of yet. And everyone who delivers has been so great and kind of, I, I can hide things pretty easily. However, what I am going to do is uh, I'm actually today going out to put together a basket for the delivery drivers so that they can pick what they want. It's going to be snacks in there, Timmy's gift cards, stuff like that. And hopefully the porch pirates aren't the one grabbing it, but it's meant for the delivery drivers as a thank you. Okay, we'll come back to this list because I'm really fascinated by that. My first question is, why do you do it? Is it really mm-hmm. just to be nice or is it hoping that you'll get a little bit better service? Like they'll take extra care to make sure your package is safe. Honestly, I haven't had a lot of negative uh, experiences with any number of the delivery uh, services, except for one time where they literally broke the item, like dropping it on oh. my porch, literally broke it. One time though, I'd say one out of the amount of times that I get things delivered to my home is a pretty good ratio. So no, it's not really because of that. Hey, if they if they put a little extra care into it, that's great. But no, that's not the purpose. Um, I just, you know, it's a little Christmas thing. And, and there's a lot of it right now, uh, a lot of stuff being delivered. So I think I don't mind doing it. I think that's amazing that you do that. So there's going to be everything from like water to chocolate bars to gift cards in there? Yeah, I was thinking just little like $5, you know, like Timmy's gift cards, that kind of thing. Um, And then, you know, chips, pops, snacks, that kind of thing as well. Do you think that you need to worry about them taking more than one? Or will you even put out a sign that says, please only take one? I'm just saying for delivery drivers, help yourself. Oh, if they want to take the whole basket, that's fine. But then they're assholes because then their counterparts or whatever aren't going to be able to get any for that day. And that's really rude. Hmm. I'm sure nobody would do that. Okay, so let's go back to this. Money Crashers has come up with five important tips for Cyber Monday. Shop early, set a firm budget, compare prices to make sure you're getting a really good deal. Avoid shipping delays and avoid shipping delays with in-store pickup and Be careful about scams. Mm -hmm. As always, if a deal seems too good to be true. Probably is. It probably (laughs) is. So be careful with weird websites that you've never used before. And don't just Google best Cyber Monday deal on whatever. Right. Scammers love it when you do that. And there's all kinds of tricks to get you on their site when you think you're on another. And it sucks because people are the worst. People are the worst. And they're getting trickier too. Mm -hmm. The way that they present themselves. Like, hey, uh, your shipment's on its way. For example, this time of year, your shipment's on its way. Re-enter your your information here because something is messed up in our processes. If it looks weird, it probably is not right. Call the company directly if you have questions. Scammers are assholes. Guys, just so you know, this is going to be a somewhat shorter episode of After 9 because we have uh, meetings and a whole bunch of other things on the go today. So not a long one today, but tomorrow we'll be back with full length. There's still a few more things that I want to talk about, though. Over the weekend, Kat did it again. So I'll start (laughs) off by telling you what happened. 
We don't go out that often, but when we did go out. When we did. I know it's been like since pre-COVID, since we had any events or anything like that. That's right. So one night, Kat and I were at an award show at Atlantis at Ontario Place. Happening at the same time as the award show was a wedding across the hall. And we were dressed to the nines anyway, so we figured, huh, let's go over. It sounded like a fun time. And that was the extent of my involvement in this, because from there... Cat took over like a professional wedding crasher. She went in, she looked around, acted like she was supposed to be there right up to the poutine bar and made herself a snack. <laughs> I did. Even signed the couple's <laughs> guest registry. It was wild. I've never seen anything like it. And I was just happy to be there. I was going along with it thinking, oh, fuck, this is great. And I thought, if I grab a drink, someone's going to notice and they're going to think, oh, here's somebody just trying to get a free drink on our tab. By the end of it, people realized who we were, and they were like, yeah, hey, have a drink. Ah, it's good. It worked out well. You had a similar experience on the weekend. Kind of, yeah. Well, I told you I was having the girls' weekend, and I did that Saturday night. We went to a great restaurant. If you guys ever find yourself in Cambridge, if you're not from the area, a great spot called the Foundry Tavern. What I really like about this place is it's kind of separated into two pieces, two parts. So it's like a dining, sit-down, little quieter atmosphere, and then there's kind of the bar part which is also like a fancy-ish bar, but it had like a live, uh, live band that was on. So we hung out on that side, and the night started off so good in that we were all excited to be together, aside from going through the wrong door. And that is important to note because I'm coming back to that. We went through the wrong door. We thought it was the entrance to the restaurant, but it wasn't. But when we walked in, we thought, wow. Okay, so I'm going to come back to that in a sec. But we walk into the right place where we're supposed to be, where our reservations were. And we sat down, and what a great start, Scott. Someone at another table ordered us a round of tequila shots. Do you know who sent them? We did end up finding out it was someone that works with my girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yes. So that was really, really nice. Thank you to them, by the way. That was really sweet. Just trying to get our night off to a good start, so we were pretty happy. Tequila usually starts a night off well. Which, usually, by the way, that's usually how I end the night. It's not how I start it. Mm. But my goodness, I was like, well, here we are. It is girls' night, and I'm taking a cab home. So <laughs> it's all good with me. So food was great, by the way. I had scallops and steak. Ooh. Treated myself. Hmm. Great Surf dinner. Turf. Great dinner, a little surf and turf. Uh, talked and we talked and we had such a fun time there. We ended up there till like way later than we thought we were going to be. But then we remembered, ah, that wrong door we went into. So that's where we ended up. It's called Tapestry Hall. Beautiful. Cambridge, right? Hall. In, yeah, in Galt. Um, you can tell I'm from Cambridge, obviously. Galt. People that live in Cambridge specify the borough that they live in. Galt. But it's, everybody else just a, calls it Cambridge. <laughs> it's in the Galt area of Cambridge. And it's so beautiful in there. Like, I mean, the chandelier, I don't even know if I call it a chandelier. It's like, it's like a star exploded above you in the most beautiful way you could imagine. And so anyway, we were just in awe of this spot and there was a little picture set up with a sleigh and everything. So we're like, let's do it. Let's take a photo here. So we took a photo there by the sleigh. We took a photo in the, in the main lobby. But what we really noticed was, oh, there's a party happening right here in this little room here. And, and it was beautiful. And a lot of weddings take place there. Gorgeous hall. And the most disturbing thing to me, I think, was this Christmas party. And I could tell it was a Christmas party because there was like a photo booth right there, Christmas hats and all that shit. And so many people by the bar, which is great. Nobody on the dance floor. Oh, what a travesty. But the DJ was playing some bangers. 
So me and um, I would say the the girl I grabbed the girlfriend I knew would come with me for sure. Oh, hang on, let's let's really paint a picture here. Yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding. That's it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the song I saw on your Instagram. Yeah. So I uh, I'm like Jen, you want to come in there? You want to dance? Yeah. Didn't even have to convince her. She was already on her way. So we go in. And we're just booty bopping and shit like that. It's like a goddamn Beyonce video. It was great. My other girlfriends lingering at the door. They weren't sure they wanted to come in. I'm like, so I came came back out. I said, what's the worst that could happen? They're going to tell us to leave? They're like, oh, I guess so. Convince them to come dance. So now there's five chicks on the dance floor. Millennial moms doing our thing. <laughs> I can picture it. Actually, not all moms. Not all of us are moms. But we're so we're doing our thing. We're dancing. We're having a great time. The DJ takes note that hey, oh, there's people on the dance floor. This is fucking great, right? <laughs> I wasn't expecting this tonight. So uh, yeah, a girlfriend of mine came over and said, "Keep playing this stuff." So he's like, okay. So he's having a good time. Then she totally outs me, by the way, and tells him who I am, and he was familiar. So that was fine. But it didn't dawn on me, though, that other people might realize who I am. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, it's still so, kind of new to me that uh, more people than ever before know that might know who I am. You could have lied and said, oh, I just filled out an application in the lobby. I'm going to be working here I'm soon. I'm going to be working here. <laughs> so they were on to us, like, probably right away when they noticed, where did they come from? They weren't at the sit-down portion. <laughs> they just came for the dancing and the mingling. But nobody said anything. I, we got looks. Nobody kicked us out. It was a listener who loves the Scott and Cat show. And thank you, Rick, who uh, who did take note and ended up sending me a message on one of the social platforms. It was like, did you, I don't think you work here. Or do you know someone that does? I'm like, nope. He's like, so you just walked in. I'm like, yep. We were there for like an hour dancing. Wow. Was so it, it was confrontational? Great... Were they like, get no, the hell out of here? No, not at all. In fact, they were quite welcoming. One guy went around just giving us high fives. He didn't even know us. It was Holy great. Shit. I didn't, by the way, I didn't take anything though. Uh, not like the other place that we went to and crashed where I kind of took a drink and a poutine. I took nothing. <laughs> I did not even go up to the bar. We were just there to dance. That's it. All and, right. Uh, man, it was one for the, it was one for the books. There is more video and more photos. I'm just contemplating whether, what I post. All right. Well, maybe I'll post something later. <sighs> Did you have fun? I did, had a great time. That's great. Oh, it was freaking great. Did you guys Uber it or did you get somebody to pick you up? I cabbed. Good yeah, I cabbed. You. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, they they cabbed as well. Yeah. Um, let's point this out. Your couch has seen a lot of shit in your no, house. In fact, sure. almost everything in your home, your couch has lived through. Yeah. They just went and worked this out. They say the average couch lasts about eight years. Based on all the numbers we know, that means in eight years, your couch will have witnessed 311 arguments, 316 drink spills, and been the site of 286 makeup sessions. Wow. Makeup sessions. You'll have had- Do they mean sex? I think so. Or heavy petting at least. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The average couch will have 401 naps in its lifetime, see more than 8,500 hours of TV, 537 movies, and will swallow the remote 346 times over its useful lifespan. Wow, that's huge. That's a lot. I I still have a couch. It's got to be 20 years old now, almost 20 years old. The only reason I've got it is because there was a deal on at the time where if you bought that particular set, you got a free plasma TV from the brick. (laughs) Hey, I don't see sales like that anymore. Do they do those? I don't know. Probably not because TVs are a pretty hot commodity and furniture too. That whole set was only like 
1700 bucks for the couch, chair, love seat, and the TV. It was Holy awesome. Crap, and I've still steal. got it after all these years. But reading this, that the average couch has a lifespan of eight years, makes me think, God damn, I got to throw out that couch. That's not good anymore. It sees a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of truth to that, though. And it kind of makes me feel better about spending money on a couch. When you think about how often you sit your ass on it or you have your, what you spill shit on it or your kids spill shit on it, your dog barfs on it or mm-hmm. your cat barfs on it mm-hmm. or whatever might happen to your couch. Yeah, your, your couch takes a fucking beating, doesn't it? One more will fit in and then we got to get to this meeting. Um, mac and cheese, I think everybody knows it. KD, craft dinner, however you refer to it. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, and again, single mom raising me. We didn't have much money at all. She had me convinced that craft dinner was craft dinner, and if you like craft dinner, fine. But when she bought the the shells with the Velveeta pouch, that that was gourmet mac and gourmet. cheese. Gourmet. So every time she whipped out the gourmet box of mac and cheese, I would think, "Fuck me! Did we win the lottery?" Is it, what's going on? It's a celebration in here. What are we celebrating tonight? Is it my birthday? Wow, we got the fancy mac and cheese. To this day, I've perpetuated that lie with my own children. It's only an extra $3 a box to get the Velveeta. Not a big deal. But it's rich and it's good. Well, one woman who bought it in the individual servings, you get eight of them for $10.99 at like Target in America. (laughs) Okay. So she's filed a $5 million lawsuit. Whoa against the makers of that particular product. It's Kraft makes that one. Her name is Amanda Ramirez. And here is what could be one of the most frivolous lawsuits of this year. $5 million because the packaging says ready in three and a half minutes if you make it in the microwave. Okay. It's very simple. It's an individual cup. Yeah, put it on high or whatever. Peel the lid off. You add water to the line. Stick it in the nuker, you're good, add the cheese, you got yourself a meal. She contends that it takes three and a half minutes in the microwave, but all in by the time you take the top off, fill the water to the line, and then you stir in the cheese, it's actually way, way, way more than three and a half minutes. Add it up, this could be costing years of a lifetime, or years of your life. <laughs> if you eat it every single if day, you ate it every, every single, single meal. <laughs> so she feels her time is worth about $5 million. Whoa, that's, a, that's excessive. Do you think this could go anywhere? Or will the judge agree? Yeah, that says three and a half, and it took you a lot longer, so, well, fuck it. But there's a lot of products like that, if you think about it, especially in those, then that microwavable realm, isn't it? It, or even if you think about it, even in the oven, like some might be advertised as ready in 15 minutes or something, but really there's like a cool down period and you got to put it on the fucking tray and stuff like yes. that. Yes. So if this goes through <laughs> as a lawsuit, and I'll be shocked, but if this went through as a lawsuit and she actually won, not settled, I mean won, would everybody else be taking a look at that packaging? Plus, however, in small writing, it'd be like, plus however long it takes you for setup and cool down. Well, that's entirely possible. If she actually wins, everything will have to change. I don't think change. she will, though. Like, keep in mind, at one point, they didn't tell you right on the package for a hair dryer, don't use it in the tub. 
somebody used a hairdryer in the tub and probably got electrocuted to yes. shit. And now we have to have a warning label for these things. And the coffee uh, cups say caution hot because at one point they didn't and someone scolded themselves and sued. And now that's the reason why you'll have them on the, the Timmy's and the Starbucks cups. So I'm not going to say that this isn't yeah. going anywhere. Yeah, that's she's, true. She's smart though to sue for $5 million. Even if she wants $1 million, sue for five because the company will take $5 million seriously and they'll actually prepare a defense. That's the thing. And the settlement's going to be higher because if let's say she's going into this knowing she'll take a settlement, say five mil, then settling at one mil, that's pretty friggin' good. No Even kidding. if you settle at half a mil, that's pretty damn good too. For fucking mac and for cheese. Ta- for, for microwavable. Like how much do you hate yourself? It was ten ninety nine for eight of them and you were going to eat it. No, You ate good. it. That was a meal for you. No. You, may be, you might need the money. If that's think, a meal. If, if I think about it, though, these kinds of people, she's a, she's, in a, she's a certain type of person. Sure. Is that the type of person that goes around the grocery store looking for ways they can sue companies? Probably. And find, I bet you that's the case. Mm-hmm. I bet you this isn't even true. I bet you she's making up the fact that she realized while she was making it as a busy working person. No, I bet you she scoured the grocery store, read all the labels, and then decided, ah, oh, this one's probably easy to sue, and went to the, next, the lawyer the next day, and here we go. There's probably a lot you could sue for if you want to go with misleading. Like they sell those bags of frozen shoestring French fries. Not one of those fries will fit through a shoelace hole. Not one of them. <laughs> liars. Obviously liars. Liars. Can't tie my shoe with these fucking things. <laughs> they just fall apart. Bullshit, McCain. Bullshit. <laughs> we got to go, everybody. Meetings today. We'll have a full episode for you tomorrow. Have a great Cyber Monday. Bye-bye. Elon Musk reportedly told Twitter employees that he's done laying people off and is now looking to start hiring. (laughs) Elon knew he needed more people when he looked around the Twitter office and saw fewer than 280 characters. According to the latest numbers, the price of ham has increased this year by more than 9%, but eventually it's expected to start spiraling. I heard that to attract younger customers, small business owners are being encouraged to up their TikTok game. Yeah, that's got to be tough, huh? After 50 years of owning a hardware store, mom and pop got to stay in business by slapping each other with tortillas. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.